0: He's just having none of that, huh?
1: No, No. (laughs) but it was worth
0: it. Somebody has to sound the alarm bells at the appropriate time. Bone, uh, let's talk. Let's talk a little football here. This isn't the greatest time of year for for football yeah. activity. Uh, even if you go through the you know football sites and you're checking out what are the headlines and stuff, it's like Deshaun Watson and you know Dan Snyder is a scumbag, and, and it's, it's all stuff that you basically know already. It has nothing to do with yeah. the actual sport or very little. Uh, yeah. But one thing I can't help but wonder going into this final month before they get to La Trobe is if Mason Rudolph will actually be there, yeah. um, I, I, I really feel like he's going to have an opportunity to go and show what he can in camp and in preseason yeah. before the Steelers would consider trading him. But yeah. you never know, right?
1: You don't, man. Uh, Mason, man, has gotten the short end of the stick when it comes down to his career. He He really has. (laughs) He did. He's almost Jordan (laughs) Love-esque. You know what I'm saying? Except that not as a first-rounder. You draft. Two guys, let's use both of them, behind two Hall of Fame quarterbacks that hardly ever miss out. Even when they're injured, they find themselves finding a way to play. Heck, we saw Ben do it to Landry Jones, okay? Landry miraculously rolls his ankle on Marcus Gilbert's foot in the game. And now Ben has the record for backup coming in to saving the game because of uh, most yards thrown. It's just a bad place to be, man. It sucks to be them. But again, you got to kind of look at it and say, Mason has to have some talent. You don't take a guy like this without knowing he's capable of, capable of doing something. That's something, though. I don't think he has aspirations to be in a career backup. I know him. I sat beside him for too long. I talked to him, all of those things. So when it comes down to him getting a fair shake, well, guess what Pittsburgh when they did? Drafted the first-round quarterback. So we're getting to the end of my <laughs> explanation do I think he lasts on this roster through the end of camp? I would probably say no. I would give him a, a an opportunity somewhere else. There's been rumblings about Baker going to Carolina that they're finally getting some traction behind that since training camp is coming up. A guy like Mason, to me, I I think he'd be better suited going to a place like Seattle. I think he'd be better suited going to a place like Atlanta where he can still compete, where you either got a young quarterback, transition quarterback, or a guy they're just not sure about. And Carolina, I think, is out of the question. I almost look at um, the Falcons and say there's a chance. Arthur Smith is a young, bright offensive coordinator that can probably make it work for him. Seattle is another place where there are rumblers that are not really sure on Drew Locke. What's the value for Mason Rudolph, though? I Are we really trying to get draft capital? I know you lost Stefan Tuit this past year. So if you're going to get anything for Mason, it has to be a draft pick. His salary is not that high to where you just got to upload him, But it's draft picked and making sure that the guy that you drafted has the opportunity to go elsewhere and get a fair shake.
0: Well, what's the pick that would satisfy you if you're Omar Khan? What are you looking for? You looking for a, you know, a high pick? I mean, Mason's still, you know, he's still a guy that's been mostly a backup his career.
1: Yeah. Uh, what's the pick? I, I think to be fair to the team because that's the part about it. I can see myself as a first rounder, but it's what my value and what honestly the other team is trying to get rid of too. And I'd almost say Mason's in a position to where he'd be a fourth or fifth round uh trade value. At this yeah,
0: point. that's what I'm thinking too, and it might fourth it might be the latter. But that's also why that's that's the other reason that I'm thinking that you hang on to him through training camp through the preseason, and. at least leave open the possibility of two things. One is that you're protected in case one of Mitch Trubisky or Kenny Pickett gets hurt. Okay. That's, that's one thing Two is that you, you know, you give him a chance to shine. And if he goes and he's Mr. Superstar for two preseason games or whatever it is, maybe that draft pick goes from a, from a fifth to a fourth or from a fourth, even to a third. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I, it's just hard. I don't I don't think we've ever had four active quarterbacks on the roster. And with them going to get the young guy, uh, Chris Oladokun, out of South Dakota State, like, to me, that that kind of screams that they got a veteran, they got the guy in waiting, and they got a young rookie that they can keep on the sideline for a while to help him learn and honestly be another ca- career backup. You know, like, that's where we are. Do you want the three-headed monster, Mason, Mitch, and Kenny together? Like, I'll be real with you. We've talked about this. Quarterbacks are very, very finicky when it comes to their backups. They are. They they, they just are. I heard somebody else recently say this. You can't put a strong-willed, strong-minded guy behind your starting quarterback. You just can't. And I know Mason is very strong-willed. So do you want him, if Ms. Trubisky has a bad game, to be looking like, all right, is it my turn yet? Because that's what's going to happen.
0: Yeah, the guy that gives the sideways glance to the head coach every time there's an incomplete pass. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah,
1: and then it'll be people like you and me that are asking them, Mason, have you talked to the coach about your – like that's going to come up. About Mason, have they spoke to you about your opportunities? Are you guys going to start splitting time? And then you go to practice, and Eddie goes to practice and say, oh, Mason got some reps with the ones today. He
0: could be in the game plan. No question about that. When we come back on the Ramon Foster Show, we're going to talk about paying the guy who scores all the points for this football team. Welcome back to the Ramon Foster Show. And, you know, we've been talking a lot about big contracts. One of them just completed, obviously, the biggest as the Steelers will have this offseason with Minka Fitzpatrick. We talked about potential deals for other guys. And the one guy who still needs to be paid, not as a free agent or anything, he's got a year Mm -hmm. left on his existing contract. But you don't want to risk losing him the year after that is Chris Boswell. And he never comes up, you know, Ramon. No, I mean because he's a specialist. He's a kicker. Everybody, it's just kickers go to the other side hey, of the field. Kicker, he they could they do go to the other side of the field, but but <laughs> this guy puts up all the points. Like I see he how knows. they're treated at practice. I see the I see the segregation that occurs between the specialists and everyone else. However, <laughs> yeah. on Sunday, oh, let's say for example in a playoff game in Kansas City, when a oh. certain offense. When a certain offense couldn't find its way into any of the end zones at Arrowhead yeah. Stadium, who was it that put up literally all of the points in the team's last playoff victory? Christopher Boswell, That would be correct. That's
1: too- that's who it was. Uh, I just it, I was joking at first, but it, it seriously delights me to speak about Boz, man. Um, just watching this young guy kind of grow into being a football player is very interesting. Uh, Coach T told us this story through Boz and said his dad wanted him to go play football. He's like he couldn't go home. He had to go do something. It's like he wanted to he needed to go play football. So he became a kicker. It's like, well, I'm on the football team. He's from Texas. Tough guy. Everything that's, that's
0: embodied. Was- I never heard that. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> ask
1: Boz. He had to go play football, and he ended up being a kicker. It, it's something similar to that where he wasn't going to tackle anybody, but he was going to go kick this ball, man. Um, but I, I remember Boz coming in and just this journey of where he became, man. As a guy that honestly went through a dark part too in his career to kind of bounce out of it, Coach T, after he got paid, he kind of fell off a little bit. And I think he would tell you that too. But to see him come out of that and be consistent and be level-headed and be everything that you want a pro, a specialist, a kicker to be, man. I, I'm I'm more proud of his journey. It's almost as if it's one of my offensive linemen. You know what I'm saying? That I played with. He was a guy, man, that really had to go get it. Right after Swisham had just got injured and everything else, like we were in a very stronghold of like, okay, what's next? Like Swiss was about as as good as it had gotten. And then you got this young guy that comes in and has been as was very consistent and honestly if we're speaking about a kicker getting paid he deserves it man the level of consistency the level of being able to place the ball on kickoffs where he does I don't think we've seen anybody kind of do it and yes DK the amount of points not just close field goals but he's kicking 50 yards consistently if there's anybody that he's in the same tier with it would have to be Tucker out of Baltimore. Like That's where I'm placing Chris Boswell. He's in that range of consistency and just you know who the heck he is when he walks on the field. We had an old saying in Pittsburgh, whenever Baltimore crosses the 50, they're going to get three points. Well, that's because of Tucker. I feel like teams got to say the exact same thing about seeing Chris Boswell run onto the field. He's going to oh, go get
0: Rothlisberger, Ben Roethlisberger used that line just this past season. He said, we feel like when we cross the midfield stripe, we got points on the board already. The other four that we get are a bonus, you know?
1: I mean, come on. Look, I, I, I pulled up some of his stats, some of his longs. 51, 53, 50, 59, and 56. Like his percentages and, are through the roof.
0: And it's also – and this is – man, this is one of those things that's hard to quantify because there's kick from distance, there's kicking accuracy, but then there's kicking with three seconds left. Yeah. And your (laughs) team needs it to – I mean, it's a – it, it, it's it's not a situation that you can simulate in Latrobe yeah. or in practice or even sometimes you know in a, in a in an ordinary regular season game. Uh, he does it in any situation. He's become so consistent. Um, he is for anybody who doesn't know he's on the he's in the fourth and final year of his contract that pays sixteen yeah. million and change total. Uh, that means that he's probably going to get a race. He's thirty one years old, but in kicker years, I mean that's that's in the m- middle of your prime. You know, you can keep uh, him around for a long time. And just, you know, speaking of just
1: keeping him around for a long time, think about the guys that he's kind of been through from Greg Warren. You know what I'm saying? From other punters that we've had on this roster, whether it was Barry or whether it's now Presley. And then you go from snappers also that he's had from Cam Candidate to others that have just kind of gone through that room. And, and all of that, that guy has held steady, even so much no, with it, a it rookie never last changes. year holding the ball.
0: Yeah. yeah. Presley Harvin holding Christian Koontz snapping. Uh, nothing changed. Nothing, Nothing changed. changed. Now that's to that's also to their credit. Oh, I mean, that's yeah. to give it all to the kicker. But oh, you've yeah. seen you've seen and heard over the years, well, kicker, well, something happened or this or that yeah. or it just there's there's no excuses. He just puts it between the uprights,
1: and we got to give a shout out to that to the special teams coach Danny Smith too. Just. His pressure, he puts on them in practice. He makes us go at them in practice. Uh, and you've been around Danny Smith. He's not a calm guy when he's coaching. So because of that, man, he's held those guys to a very high standard. And Chris, he goes at him probably some of the toughest I've seen anybody go at a kicker, man. And he responds accordingly every single time.
0: And don't forget the other guy that's coming at at, at Boz in practice is 97. <laughs> right <laughs> up the middle. <laughs> he's always (laughs) messing with bars man (laughs) when we come back when we come back on the ramon foster show a special visitor to the shop will handle today's hey moan segment welcome back to the ramon foster show it's time as always for our hey moan segment we have a special guest here the uh dk pittsburgh sports headquarters slash shop downtown this is my man juan who came down here from the hill just to be part of this show here hang on a second we'll switch seats What's up Jawan? okay dk appreciate it you what's are
1: now the hostess with the mostest juan what's going on man
2: oh man ain't going too much just did a little shopping got me a couple uh adidas L'Oreal okay, Black that'll Adidas.
1: work, that'll work, that'll work, absolutely. What you got for me, man? Oh, uh,
2: man, I was just really concerned about a defensive hey, line. Okay, okay. Oh, hey, Mo, <laughs> I got a question, brother. Talk you know, to me. So, uh, you know, you know um, I'm really concerned about the uh, defensive line. So yeah. uh, I guess my question is this. So as far as free agency, who's available, who's not who do we miss out on because of Stephen into it. Like yeah. part, like along in this retirement thing, I thought that was a little unfair in his part. Um, I mean, <laughs> big, big shout out yeah. to him. No, I mean, I wish the best of him because
1: he was a good guy, but yeah, who's available. What's going on. Talk to me. Who's available right now. That's what's so interesting about this time of the year. The guys that you're going to get are guys that are either <laughs> injured Guys that don't want to be in OTAs or the beginning of training camp also. And they're probably going to be an older guy. As far as who's remaining, the only guy that really has a name out there to me is Larry Ogunjobi. But then again, okay. he also F- is coming Bengals, off. Of right? I think the Ach- yes, Bengals. Real uh-huh. solid guy. I liked him. He was with the Browns also. He's coming off, the, I think, the Achilles uh, injury. So it's a matter of really just being real with you, Juwan. Somebody's going to have to step up. If it's either going to be a post-camp signing as far as D-line go or it's going to be a guy that really has to step up. But to think about them, they got a mix of old and young guys as far as his roster go. You're hoping that the young guy, DeMarvin Leal, comes on. Loud was right. there also this past year. Wormley, again, has to play his role and be a vet to lead these young guys. But the Adams brothers specifically, those guys got to really step up to the plate. The best thing about what Pittsburgh has is Cam and Tyson. Tyson gets all the way healthy this year. Right. And Cam is a guy that doesn't take a plate off. With that being said, it is going to have to be defensive line by committee, just being completely real with you. Initially, everybody was counting on Tua being back and building more depth. And not just that. Tua was also a guy who went healthy. He didn't leave the field either. So you're looking at a a little bit of, can I be real with you, the outside linebackers? really getting pressure, creating pressure. The guys that you have that can play defensive line a D tackle in the middle of this defense, they have to be on top of their job. Carlos Davis is another guy that's, that's a part of this. Khalil Davis also is another brother on this team, too, uh, as there's three pairs of brothers on this defense. But Pittsburgh is probably going to be operating in the means of Blitzburg, if I can be real with you. No doubt. Light people up as much as they possibly can. If you get this D-line or this defense on the field for a very long time, it could be ugly. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. TJ's got to lead the troops. Just because you don't have a whole lot of bodies, or well, I'll, be, I'll be fair, we don't have a lot of proven bodies right now as far as knowing Cam's going to be there, Tua's going to be there, Tyson's going to be there. You see what I'm saying? Like Chris worms all of those guys we know are going to be there. Cam is getting older. I know he wants to be an Iron Man, but he's got to start also thinking about his reps. I think he's been holding up about – Ninety percent of defensive snaps for D line. Absolutely,
2: Iron that's he's a old. Head. Head. and he's doing he, his thing to be old head. He ain't gonna say he old head,
1: but he's in old he head like status that. now. <laughs> he don't like it. So, um, legitimately, is is outside linebackers, and I'm really looking at Devin Bush and Miles Jack for sure. I brought this up before; those two guys got to be a presence that look. If the D-line is getting moved off the ball, one thing I loved about Devin and Kemp was he was able to slip in between guys and make practice when we were practicing against him before the injury. He's got to get okay. back to that. Miles Jack also got to bring an edge along with him, which he already does have. So right. it's really sustaining. It's really guy okay, that my gotta, wants to be in this league got to be ready to roll. What's up?
2: So sounds like to me it's a lot of hope. We're hoping a lot. We're hoping <laughs> this gets better. We're right. hoping. I mean, I don't know. I just, I feel like I still feel like I don't like to go into the season right yeah uh, the, 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 I'm talking about we known for what Blitzburg we known for that yeah. you know that mean Joe Green get after you. I'm, uh, yeah like you know you know what I'm saying like I'm LeVon Kirkland like you know like yeah. our, or or even like Casey Hamp. Big Hamp was on the line doing this thing you know so like yeah. there was no questions or no hope going into the like each season so like I know we're a young team and everything and there's always a transition yeah. time for every team but I just don't like going into the season with no hope, be hoping that somebody steps up, you know? So that's why I asked that
1: question. I don't know how you feel about that. No, no, I, I fully understand, Jawan. This is one thing I've always kind of said. There are new storm, new stars born every single year. Nobody knew who Antonio was beforehand. We knew of Cam, point. but nobody really knew. So, again, I'm I just pulling back the, the curtains a little bit, as a player, you knew you were solid but you still didn't know how good you was gonna be either as a team. Because you remember all those years as good as we were offensively. We thought we had a solid squad defensively and vice versa. And you just hope everything lines up. That's the catalyst, honestly, for a Super Bowl season is one side you know is good and the other side dragging along and eventually getting good throughout the season too. It's always gonna be that big dog. No doubt. I mean, you know, you
2: made a good point. That kind of shut me up because you're right. We got to give a lot of milk a chance. We got to give Lou, you know, he's a rookie.
1: But yeah. I got a feeling he going to flash. I really do. I just and, I got a feeling and, he going to flash. And that's what you need. I'm not here to sell you hope. I'm just here to tell you this is how it goes. For, for Tua to jump out the way he did, hey, more power to him. For somebody to acknowledge they're not in the right space, I can fully respect that. Um, and, mm-hmm. and behind that also, it's always a young guy that's been hoping, been wishing, been crying, bled for. And it,
2: hungry and starving to get on that You're line. Stupid, you know, I, you I can see it. You see what that. I'm saying? Because so I played football all my life. I remember that.
1: Mm-hmm. If, if they don't, guess what they're going to be picking next year in the first round, possibly? A D-line. <laughs> <laughs> With that business. being said, I'm going to
2: shoot it back to my man DK. Here you go. He's out <laughs> of the store right now. You hey, know. my name is Jawan. I just came down we'll here, man. He right. just said, like, come do it. Hey, I'm a big fan. Yeah. I appreciate it, <laughs> That'll work, right. Joan.
1: All right. Have a good one. Have a good one. I'm solid, I, man. I I, I got I, the real I got the real I'm, essence of, of Pittsburgh right there, man.
0: I'm losing my job on a daily basis here. That's all that this show is about. I come here and I lose my job every day. I see how it goes. Hey, Juan, he, he 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 walks by here every other day, and he's yelling something from the other side of the street. DK, we get a defensive lineman, and I'm like, <laughs> so here he is. Take care, my man. All right, I love it, man. Let's do my it again man. tomorrow, Moan. <laughs> I'm with it, DK. <laughs>